Hello everyone, this is the second episode of Audiobookish. My name is Fahed Rahman. And I'm Poppy Knight. And today we will be reviewing Sandy Toxfig's Almanac 2021. Poppy, do you want to give a brief description of what the Almanac is about? Yeah, so here's the blurb. It goes, Toxfig's Almanac is intended merely as a starting point for your own discoveries. Find a fabulous or infamous woman mentioned, and please go looking for more of her story. The names mentioned are merely temptations, and moose-bouches for the mind, if you like. How I would have loved to have written out in detail each tale of various to be told, but then this book would have been too heavy to lift. Let Sandy Toxford guide you on an eclectic meander through the calendar, illuminating neglected corners of history to tell tales of the fascinating figures you didn't learn about at school. From revolutionary women to serial killers, pirate nuns to pioneering civil rights activists, Doctors to dancing girls, artists to astronauts. These pages commemorate women from all around the world who were pushed to the margins of the historical record. And I'll just read a brief description of Sandy Toxvig. Everyone knows who Sandy Toxvig is, but uh, Sandy Toxvig is a British-Danish writer, comedian, broadcaster, actor, podcaster, and producer on a British radio stage and television. She's also a political activist, having founded the Women's Equality Party in 2015. Uh, she's written plays, novels, and books for children. In uh, 2016, she took over from Stephen Fry as the, the host of QI. And in 2020, she launched a podcast series called We'll Get Past This, which was aimed at providing a virtual chicken soup for the soul during the COVID-19 lockdown in the UK by sharing stories of notable women from her book collection. So... What were your um, kind of initial thoughts on kind of listening to the book, Poppy? Yeah, so I kind of, I think I'm going to have to start with the fact that it isn't necessarily my kind of thing. So like the subject matter isn't necessarily what I would go for. Um, I kind of wanted to listen to it because of Sandy Toxvig. I'm a big fan of Sandy Toxvig, but kind of learning about history and things like that I'm not massively bothered about um I, yeah. quite, I quite like a lot of you know historical things but it's I don't always choose to go and listen to it and obviously I am extremely extremely grateful for you know the trailblazing women that it mentions in here for the freedoms that they allow me in my life I extremely am and there's nothing to be put down on that but I don't kind of actively go and search for more information about them in kind of just general terms but I did really enjoy it. So I think a lot of my thing and the reason I maybe might end up being a bit more on the critical side as we go through this is because it isn't necessarily something that is yet in my comfort zone. But I, I did enjoy it. My overall impression is I do think it's really good. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I quite enjoyed it as well. So I've read a few of these. I don't know what the, the correct term for them is. Historical listicles. I think mm. is maybe one way of describing them. So, um, you know, one of my favorite graphic novels of last year was Brazen Rebels, which is very much in the same vein mm. as this book, which, uh, Brazen Rebels, it kind of explored stories of, um, unheralded women, sort of women that should have genuinely a higher profile in mm. the public consciousness than they do. And then, kind of in a different vein you know i read a, a novel not novel a um a historical book called the atlas of extinct countries which again was mm. 
a historical listicle book kind of really brief descriptions of like episodes in history i quite i quite like that because it, yeah. you know it does give you just a little taste of these different things i quite i quite enjoyed the book there are a few things that i was a little bit critical about so yeah yeah so w- w- where do you want to kind of like start with start with your kind of criticisms um i think my first criticism would be that i feel like the cover should have been purple there's a big bit in the intro where she's talking about purple and she's talking about a female writer whose pseudonym was the Japanese word for purple. Um, and she kind of describes her mission for the book as, as we go in search of patches of purple. And these are the women that have been left out and anonymized and things like that. I heard that and then I looked at the cover and I was like, why are you not purple? <laughs> so there we go. That's my first criticism. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you're doing like uh, historical, listicle books like this, there is always kind of this danger that you're you're giving not enough information mm. about certain things, which I think that was very much the the intent of the yeah. book. But you know, it's one of my criticism was criticisms is is that there were certain figures that she mentioned. As like, we'll talk a little bit more about her because she sounds mm. really interesting. Don't, no, don't don't move on from that yet. But it's a kind of I think is very much the intent of the book was yeah. to just provide you uh, a jumping off point. Yeah, definitely. But I'm with you because there was a bit of an imbalance, wasn't there, with some who had quite a substantial um, part and then some that, yeah, were just kind of, their name was said and it was go and find out about them, um, which, you know, will partly just been based on Sandy's interests and stuff like that. But I'm with you. And I especially think it's linked into one of my other points that with an audio book, certainly as it is at the moment in just tracks by month basically it'd be very difficult to go back and find that kind of 10 seconds where she mentions that person's name so that you can go and look them up assuming you can then spell it right based on that and stuff like that so yeah yes that's that's exactly um what i was kind of thinking as Mm. well was that when you're reading a book like this down so you know very much with uh praising women or some of the other historical listicle books that I've read is that you can flick back through the book mm. and kind of like note down a name and then kind of Google it. There were certain names. So she, she covers quite an international yeah. list of women and some of them, I don't know how to kind of spell, yeah. spell the names. So it's difficult to kind of like go on and then do further research into them. So I think there's um specifically one, one name, I think she mentioned something called the Frigdgun Queen. Right. I have no idea how that's supposed to be. (laughs) What what am I supposed to? Yeah. So that's kind of, that's, yeah, a a criticism I very much agree with. Um, I think it's probably worth talking a little bit about kind of the structure Mm. of the book. Yes, of course. So she starts off every month by talking about the month in general uh, does some kind of cool stuff that I really enjoyed about the etymological history of the name of the month. Um, I really quite liked that. And yeah, some other things just about the month in general. And then kind of goes by, so the first of this month, and talks about at least one woman who's kind of connected with that date. It's usually either their birthday or the day that they died. Um, and gives a little brief thing, or sometimes less brief, sometimes very brief, um, as we just talked about, about them and their place in history. And she also usually gives a poem of the month yeah. that's either I think most of them were related to to women 
in in some way uh, and I quite enjoy that I'm I don't read a lot of of poetry mm-hmm. um, so that is just quite nice to be kind of exposed to you know different poetic yeah. voices I'm completely but then, yeah, again, on that. I thought the same yeah, yeah it, but again kind of similar sort of uh, criticism that sometimes the name of the poet or the poem it goes by so quickly and then you you know you're struggling to kind of track back through through the audio yeah. to find uh where where it was mentioned yeah i think this is something for anyone listening who's considering listening to um Toxic almanac is deciding what you want to do it for if you're really going to want to dig into the reference and sort of you know do what she did when she was writing it sort of style or or anywhere like that then maybe you do want the paper one or maybe you want both um or maybe you want to get an ebook and then you can search even easier for the things that you're finding um but if you're kind of like me and you sort of just want sandy to tell you some interesting stuff then the audio does work really well so it is a difficult thing because i was going down this track of really kind of criticizing it doesn't really work as audio but I was like, I'm saying it doesn't really work as someone who I'm not. I'm saying it doesn't really work if I was really that bothered about all of them. Yes, there was some I wanted to look up. But to be fair, for me, I think it probably was the best that it was in audio because I could sat and get get told these interesting stories. Whereas I don't know that I would have sat and read the book, certainly not for as longer periods of time as I did when I listened to it. Yes, I think that's an interesting point. So I think the good thing about these uh, mystical books is that they are i don't know if it's the correct term but they're a little bit like toilet books so you can you know books that people sit down in the toilet you read a little bit of mm-hmm. it and then you can kind of like come back to it yeah later uh, later on um which i think is an absolutely disgusting habit but um, um i get you anyway, yeah. yeah i thought that when i was doing this that you could kind of you know you could listen to it a month at a time but i did think that was a criticism i had again i think it would be difficult for you to do just a day at a time like maybe yeah. you could if it was in physical book and then you see the next subtitle and you stop in certainly in audio it was difficult to then you just stop at the right time but then even just even if there was a way that you could split it to just hear the day I think you'd end up a bit put out by the fact that yeah some are super short and then some are really long and if you're trying to fit that into a routine I don't know how that would work yeah I think I think the way you describe listening to it kind of having just listening to a story by Sandy Sandy Toxvig, mm. I think it's probably the best way to kind of go about it. She's got her her voice is incredibly listenable yeah. too. If that's it's, it's like so comforting and intelligent, and she's got like a really unique rhythm to the way that she mm. speaks as well. So there's you know, there's no one that speaks that the way that she speaks is so uh, noticeable. You know, no, no surprise that she's on tv and radio and theater and kind of everywhere yeah one thing i did find about that and it it is it's a weird thing that i have and that i've noticed before so people that i'm used to talking to me on tv in a really quite a natural way so like presenters and the time i first noticed this is about comedians when they then read me a book sometimes i just i don't like it so i ended up buying trevor noah's biography in print because i listened to the audio and it just felt really strange because when he's doing stand-up, he's talking so naturally. And then when I was hearing him read his book, I was hearing him read his book rather than him telling me his book. And it was just something about the slight difference in the voice that 
was too weird for me and I didn't want to. And I felt that a little bit with Sandy as well, because, I mean, she's reading off a, a prompter for QI most of the time, but still it seems kind of natural conversation-y, whereas this was very definitely she's got a page in front of her and she's reading it. So I did like oh, it as interest- well, but it's a bit weird. It's uh, interesting that you say that I felt that her performance was really naturalistic. Okay, yeah. I felt that, um, yeah, I just, obviously she's reading reading off the page, but mm. it didn't feel like she was kind of constrained no yeah in any way definitely a very good reader i'm definitely with you on that and it is very yeah is natural yeah it's just that imagining the page bit that i have a weird thing about (laughs) yeah i think there's i think the reason i say that there were a couple of flourishes or moments where she's struggling to pronounce the name of a woman that she's mentioned and she's just kind of like yeah well it's probably pronounced something yeah. like that yeah no i i love those moments i was going to talk about those i'm going to call them related to the last podcast i'm going to call them my mr gum moments um because it was the time when they'd adapted the paper to be okay i know that we're we're audio now um so like in the intro and it was actually in the bit that i that i read out that it said about the book being too heavy to lift um, I heard that and was like, oh, no, they're not going to adapt it. That's really annoying. And then, yeah, it got further on. And like you say, she was talking about pronunciation and stuff like that. And I was like, yay, you've changed it. You've acknowledged that people are hearing this rather than reading it. And I thought it was really good. Yeah. And I also quite enjoyed when, whenever they, so I'm not, obviously I've not read the, uh, read the book in, in mm-hmm. paper, uh, but kind of the, the musical notes that they would use to denote either the change of the month or whenever she was going to recite a piece of poetry was also something that I I really appreciated yeah. as well. Definitely, because it's difficult with like quotes and things and stuff that isn't your voice when you're stepping out of, of your voice. It's difficult to denote that in um, in audio. And yeah, I do think they did that pretty well. So I'm kind of going on to the actual content of the content of the book who were kind of like some of the standout oh. characters or people that were mentioned that you either knew about before and found quite interesting or hadn't heard of before see i knew you were gonna ask me this and i, <laughs> and I tried to i tried to to pick it but i think again it, it goes back to what i said at the beginning that it isn't necessarily my thing that i'm massively interested in so i found that most of them were an equal level of interesting for me um kind of at the top and then there was some that was slightly less interesting for me but i had i had very few individual standouty ones there was just quite a lot that i really did find interesting but nothing that i thought was unbelievably amazingly interesting um i made an, a, a few notes about a few but it, yeah i found it really hard to pick individuals and it's going <laughs> it's going to sound really bad but I I did I I just enjoyed it as a as a thing. It's it partly went in one ear and out the other. It was a very enjoyable time while it was in the middle. <laughs> yeah, but I don't necessarily didn't necessarily retain it. I think I think I will listen again and will find more and will go and research more. But there's no one that massively stood out to me. I'm sorry. I think this is one of those audio books that you you can listen to kind of numer- numerous times because yeah. you will pick out different things each time you you go through it um so for me yeah uh, a couple of the characters that really stood out and i've not even written down <laughs> her name um so there was a mention of a japanese suffragette which i thought oh that's quite mm. kind of 
interesting. And then um, I can't read my handwriting. Um, <laughs> Mary Reed pirate and i think that's mm. calico jack so i think there's there must have been like a, a female pirate captain that was really oh yes and then there was the uh chinese pirate captain who was the the, the captain of the, the red flag fleet she's someone i had heard of before so but is is, is a nice reminder of that as well mm. one of the themes that i noticed that was going through the book was about how history is written and how uh, men are really good at taking credit for mm. things. I was just wondering what you noticed or what you felt some of the the themes running through the book were. Just aside from kind of getting getting these women's names out there, I get you about that, and I think one of the things that I didn't enjoy about it was that it was just reminding about a whole lot of sexism <laughs> um kind of throughout history and some kind of present day stuff there was a lot of it that is just well that sucks and it shouldn't have been like that and it shouldn't be like that now so like you're saying about kind of men taking credit and stuff I think that was a a big thing yeah and that's yeah the running through it was a lot of this for some of them this shouldn't be newsworthy this shouldn't be almanac worthy because this should be you know, hundreds of thousands of women that were doing this at the same time as well. And there weren't. So that was that was a kind of a sad a sad theme to it. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I felt kind of what the tone of the book was generally quite hopeful, but yeah. there's there's a lot of sad mm. sad stories in here as well. Yeah, that's me. I agree with you. I do think I do think the book was a hopeful outlook overall and it will have you know partly been my mood at the time and things like that but there were times where it felt a bit relentlessly sort of well that's just awful why <laughs> why was it like that why why could it not all just be be equal kind of thing unfortunately history does tend to be yeah. relentlessly yeah. <laughs> relentlessly awful and then we go back to why i don't tend to <laughs> make those yeah. yeah so yeah i can kind of um understand i think one of the kind of in that vein one of the stories that did kind of stand out to me i think oh, i'm really terrible i should have noted the name i'm glad it's not book. just me then <laughs> yeah it's uh i think sandy if she does listen to the review of this is not going to be too we're very sorry day. sandy we did love your book yeah. we, we do we do it's, it's a really you know we'll get on to recommendations later on but it's it's a really pleasant listen mm, yeah um you know, one of the uh, one of the stories that did stand out to me was one of the leaders in the uh, French Revolution, mm. and she was basically betrayed by her male comrades. She, you know, wanted egalitarian, you know, equality, but just not for women. Mm. And it's kind of you know, basically kind of turned around and said, "Do I expect my wife to be at home fixing food and looking after the after the children?" So there's there's lots of stories like that about women being let down mm. by men yeah uh, as well so yeah but then like you say i think the overwhelming tone is that the the resilience and the in the fight against all that 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 does come out of it um which is which is positive yes um so i think in terms of you know we've been talking about the book for about 20 minutes now i i really enjoyed it um yeah. overall i think there are kind of issues with it as an audio book format, I'd I'd be quite interested to read the you know traditional mm. print form of of the book to see how that 
compares because I think that'd be quite interesting to see yeah. you know, compare and contrast that. But overall, I think it's there's a lot of interesting stories in here. Definitely, I I really enjoyed it. Sandy Toxvig is so kind of charming and mm-hmm. it's so enjoyable kind of listening to a voice you're not really going to have a bad bad time uh no. with it but yes yeah i agree i did think occasionally some of the things that she was saying about stuff especially things that weren't kind of her within her cultural knowledge and upbringing and stuff um she was definitely going from that point of view and obviously everyone is you know anything that anyone writes or says or anything is from their point of view and i appreciate that it's very unavoidable that it's from that point of view and its judgments are made based on that and i think some of the ways that she spoke about them maybe in print would have kind of seemed more more witty and casual but i found when she was saying it occasionally seemed a bit judgmental and you know yeah. i think that's you know that's it's fair she's going from her her point of view but that's maybe something people want to be aware of um yeah I agree with her of saying that she shouldn't be confined to only talking about her experience. I agree with that. And it's a difficult topic that, you know, certainly rife at the moment. And it is a big deal. It does deserve a lot of thought and thinking about. Um, But yeah, I do think it was good that she was branching out beyond that. But yeah, there are moments where you can tell that she's branched out beyond that and maybe isn't, isn't maybe a little judgmental, I guess. That's basically where I'm going. Yeah, I think it's it's always kind of we're getting into issues of like cultural relativism Mm. and all these uh, sorts of issues. It's really tricky yeah. to judge. I think with, with Sandy, if there are any kind of like judgmental moments, it's not coming from a place of <laughs> hate. It's just kind agree. of like she's just using her her personal experience. Exactly. Yeah, I completely agree. It is. It's just that, yeah, you need to go into it being aware that it may be written about the world, but it is written from one person's perspective on that. Yeah. And- and that's another aspect of the, the book that I really enjoyed a lot was that it is a truly international book. She tells stories of women from Africa, um, Asia, America, and it, you know, from, from ancient Greek to kind of like modern day. So there's, there's a lot of really good information yeah. in here. Lots of fascinating uh, women that do deserve to be better known. Definitely. I mean, I, as we've discussed, I don't massively dig into it, but yeah, I'd barely heard of any. Um, I mean, I knew Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, who I think was one of the only kind of super recent ones and some of the big names in civil rights and stuff, but they were less touched on as, as figures. They were more mentioned because you would know about them. Yeah. The ones that were actually focused on, I haven't heard of any, unfortunately, because yeah, they do deserve to be, to be told about. Yeah, I, I had heard of a few, mm-hmm. few of them. Most of them I hadn't. But then again, that's because kind of last year I did read yeah. quite a lot of, uh, you know, listicle, historical, listicle books. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's well worth picking up. I think it was mm. published in yeah November last year. So pick it up, guys. It's nine. Was it nine nine hours long? Uh, yeah, nine ten, I think. Yeah, nine hours. Yeah, and it doesn't matter that. that you've missed the beginning of the month. By the time you get it, that doesn't matter at all. Yeah, it's yeah. You can you don't necessarily need to to listen to the the audio book in the order in which which it's kind of like uh, spoken. So yeah, that's it. That's kind of a firm recommendation. Yeah, for me. Yeah, I think so as well. And I think it's nice that we can like something and then also nitpick at some bits that um, <laughs> yeah, we want to be critical with. That's- 
kind of what criticism is. Criticism doesn't necessarily mean oh, no, being sure. mean and nasty about something, but it's kind of like, all right, why does this work? Why doesn't this work? And yeah, yeah. what you didn't enjoy about that. So yeah, guys, I think that's that's two thumbs up from both of us. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode. Um, we'll be releasing an episode every couple of weeks. We haven't decided which book we're doing next yet. So <laughs> we'll let you know via social media. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at AudioBookishPod. It's the same handle for all three of those. And I'll be including a link to our bookshop.org accounts where you, sh- you ought to be able to download the audiobook through bookshop.org and it will just kick us a little bit of money as well. Um, anything else you want to, to mention? No, okay. I think I think that's good. Yeah, recommend it. And yeah. Okay, that's great, guys. Um, see you guys later. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, everyone.